This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. Everybody and welcome to a new edition of Wrestling POV Aftermath All Out, fellas. Yeah, they did. Yes, yeah. they went all out for this one. I am your host, the $50 man, Clay Cummings, along with Tony Diaz. What's up? And the gentleman, Elio Canella. It's great to be here. Seems like Absolutely. we were together recently. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what, though? Honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired as hell. Yeah. <laughs> All Out was a long pay-per-view, man. Was this long or what? Oh, okay. I, th- I, thought, I thought it was. I, I was like, is it just me or does this feel like, like a long pay-per-view that, that's never going to end? Right? Because you know, <laughs> I, I, I thought the CM Punk match was going to be the, the, the last match. And then after that, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, there's still two more matches. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought that uh, the CM Punk I was setting up to log on right after the CM Punk match. Oh, like, really? Oh, wait, there's two more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Definitely. Definitely. All right. We're going into the pre-show match for the first match yeah. of the night. It was the Hardy family. Versus Jurassic Express and Best Friends. Yep. Uh, for me, it was, you know, a solid match um, in general. I was, you know, in and out of this, honestly. Uh, mm. The Butcher returning, you know, that was mm-hmm. big, whatever. I gave it a one and a half, but, you know, it was just a regular pre-show match. Tony, what do you think of this? Yeah, I mean, it was okay for a pre-show match. Um, a lot of things happening. I'm not a really big fan of like eight man tags because everybody wants to get their shit in. This was a really high ranking pay-per-view. So of course everybody wants to get their shit in. I gave it a two. Um, it wasn't too bad, but uh, of an opening uh, pre-show match. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could take it or leave it to be honest, but I gave it a two. All right. Elio, what was yeah. your take on this? I've, I, I'm not really a big fan of these multi person tag matches, eight man tag man, uh, 10 man tag matches. I, this one for me was just okay. I gave it a 1.5. All right. Solid there. Yeah. Uh, next match going into, we got Miro versus Eddie Kingston for the TNT title. Uh, Miro ends up winning. Tony, what was your thoughts of this match? It wasn't it was it was an average match for me at best. I I honestly wanted to see more of a backstory between these two guys. To me, I thought there was just they just threw this in our face real quick and says, "Here you go. This is going to be for the TNT title." It was like I said, it was an average match for me. These two, I don't want to say that they were out of sync. But it just felt like a mismatch of some sort. Eddie Kingston's a different wrestler type than Miro is. And for me, it was a little, uh, I don't know, like Miro was trying to catch up with Eddie. And then Eddie was trying to catch up with Miro. Um, But for me, it was just an average match. But I gave it a two and a half, though. So that's what I gave it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. What do you give it? For for me, um, this... This seemed like uh, a match that was just 
two guys that were just thrown together at last minute and mm-hmm. um yeah it was just uh, an average match for me I gave it a 2.5 uh, oh. it, there were parts of it where it was awkward during parts of the match yeah but uh, overall I gave it 2.5 it was just an average match for me all right for me you know I feel I agree with you it was just you know an average match the story itself was kind of just random out there like i said before you had eddie and you know different storylines miro was just dominating everybody that he ever faced so it was kind of just thrown at our face but at the end of the day it was a solid match uh miro's chest man got a beating (laughs) by eddie so you know i gave it a three um glad that miro did end up winning this and who who knows what goes from here for this you know (laughs) So I got to say that next match we got is Satoshi. Yeah. I don't think I'm saying that right. Satoshi Kojima. Kojima. What what Elio said versus versus John Moxley. As you can see, I'm not very familiar with Satoshi. Um, Elio, why don't we hear from you first? Mm -hmm. All right. This match. I'm a fan of this guy. I've seen many of his matches in New Japan. Especially when he like gets you in the corner and he delivers those uh the the flurry of chops yeah it's like one after it's like lightning fast um yeah this match I gave this one a three and I really liked the ending that was a surprise to seeing Minoru Suzuki coming out because this is another guy that I've seen his matches and he I swear he walks around New Japan angry 24-7. In in one of his matches, he gets one out out of the ring. The camera pans to the floor and he's laying there looking up at the ceiling smiling. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) The guy likes getting hit. It's like, okay. But yeah, I gave this one a three. Wow. All right. Tony? Uh, Before I give my, uh, my opinion on this match, like I'm looking on Facebook. Facebook is just blown the fuck up about what happened at the end of this. But I'm I'm disappointed at this one. I'm not going to give him no clout right now. But the way they put this, obviously, is a picture of uh, Adam Cole and uh, Brian Danielson, and the title reads: Two major debuts just went down at All Out. Now, granted, yeah, there were major, but fuck Ruby Soho. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Jesus. Fucking man. Ridiculous. Okay. Anyway, so back to match. This was another one that was uh average for me because uh just for the simple fact, and it's no disrespect, I don't know who this guy is. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, even the guy coming out, I didn't know who he is. I'm like, <laughs> okay, am I supposed to cheer for this guy? And <laughs> I, I must tell you straight up, this is the one thing. Um uh, AEW does wrong is debuting these guys that we don't know nothing about. Um, th- those two guys, and it's no offense to New Japan or anything like that, or the wrestlers that are wrestling out there, but those two is those are those are the type of guys that you kind of got to build as far as letting the audience know who the who they are because mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. And it's no, I'm not saying it out of, out of disrespect. I'm just, I don't know who you are and why was I supposed to go nuts? Yeah. Why was I supposed to look at John Moxley and figure out, okay, why is he scared of you? 
Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Other exactly. than LEO knowing about who these two were, I wouldn't have known. I know, yeah. I been, you know what and I'm I, saying? And I get what you're saying because, you know, like, um, Chicago audience uh, wouldn't know who these guys are if, you, yeah. if, they, if they've ever seen New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they did somewhat. I mean, it didn't look like they get they would have the big pop as, you know, a lot of the New Japan fanboys. But at the same time, I just thought this was just an average match. I did like it a little bit, but um, I don't know. To me, Moxley, there was something about Moxley in this match. I, I was just like, oh, Jesus, you know, and I, so I gave it a two and a half. Wasn't that much. Yeah, average. for me. For me, I would have to say the same thing, you know, and that is another thing that AEW does struggle with. It's like we don't know these guys that are coming in from, you know, New Japan, that sort of thing. And it sucks because, you know, it sucks for them because it's like they want to get major global. I'm sure New Japan wants to, you know, go out more and do their own thing, but it's kind of hard to do. When the American audience has no idea who these guys are. And yes, Moxley is, keeps fighting these guys, which is great. And we all know who John Moxley is. If you if you don't, you know, you've slept under a rock for <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you've been doing for two years if you don't know who John Moxley is. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. But uh I mean I I, I do want to see what what happens next week, I guess. This guy is supposed to like be a real badass so you know we'll 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 see like yeah that's the thing with me i gave this match a two and a half average out um not surprising that moxley did win and like i said i didn't know the other guy coming out so that 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 just makes me feel awful about it because i don't want to disrespect anybody yeah, it's just i don't i don't know who you are bud yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I will say this, you know, um, since we're on the subject of of uh, what WWE does better than AEW, I'm gonna say this right now. I mean, and I'm not again, I'm not disrespecting this pay per view itself too, but AEW, I mean, uh, WWE does do pay per views a little bit better than these guys because mm-hmm. altogether there were ten matches, ten, and in the first hour, okay. The first hour of the uh, pre-show, they didn't have any matches other than the uh, HFO match, right? Yes. So as a stacked card as this was, there should have been at least three in that pre-show to get the high. I would have been satisfied with that, to be honest. And uh, But just the fact they only did one, and then the, all of the rest of the pre-show was just telling you what matches there that's happening that day, you know, uh, that night. I'm like, why Why would I watch this pre-show for? That's you, what I hate about pre-show. It's the only one match and the rest is all talking. But at least WWE's pre-shows, they'll give you a couple matches yeah. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And they have, uh, you know, their panel of experts to talk about the matches and stuff, not just saying – you know, for a full hour, all right, this match is coming up. Uh, we have this match tonight. We have this match tonight. We have this match tonight. And then they do a promo skit on it. And then another promo skit. But we also have this match. It's like, why would I watch that? Exactly. So, you know, as far as pay-per-view production-wise, uh, WWE does do it better than AEW. Because, I'm, like I said, I was, I was worn out. I was worn the fuck out. I, I, honestly, I was worn out after that fucking Young Bucks and Lucha Bros match. <laughs> 
I was. And then they just kept throwing more matches. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm All right. That, I threw everybody off with that. I just wanted to say that, though. So go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Clay. Right. Next <laughs> match we have for the night for the AEW women's title, we have Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker. I'll tell you what. I really enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Statlander, I've always liked Chris Statlander. Uh, definitely in the main like main event picture, the women's uh, division was great. Britt Baker doing the Pittsburgh Sunrise, which I wonder where she got, wonder where she got that from. Right. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was a great match. Uh, you know, Britt w- winning with submission. It was great. And I gave it a three and a half. So I really enjoyed this match. Uh, yeah same thing i gave it a three and a half this is probably one of the better women's matches i've seen in a long time in aew um and i tell you this you know after watching this match and then watching the casino royal uh for the women um again i I don't want to sound like that type of dude but the japanese wrestlers there are it's different Yes, it is. It's a big difference between how they wrestle and how this match was. And I'm not comparing American wrestling to Japanese, or I'm not trying to say one's better than the other, but I didn't like it when the the Japanese women were wrestling. I mean, I was like, there was a lot of mistakes in there. I was like, all right. Mm -hmm." So, I mean, not taking away from this match, but this match was good. Probably one of the better ones I've seen in a long time for AEW, but, and I gave it a three and a half too. All right. And Elio, this one, I, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, I enjoy uh, Chris Stanlander and uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh sunrise and uh, Britt Baker winning with the submission. I gave this one a three. All right. Next match. We got the Lucha brothers taking on the young bucks for the AEW tag team championships. Mm. Mm. Elio, I'm going to let you go first on this one. <laughs> this this for me this was match of the night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the the things that they did in this match, especially that one spot where like they kept super kicking each other, it's like, and they still weren't going down. No one was going down, and then after a while, uh, they connect with the super kick. One goes down, then mm-hmm. one of the other young bucks go down. So yeah, I this one, I gave this one a four. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, you know, same for me, man. Uh, This match was the match of the night for me. I love the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. You know, as much as people say about how they put themselves over, how they do, you know, this whole thing, they always put on a good match, I feel like, with certain guys. And in this, you know, using the steel cage to some advantage, there was always high-flying, super kick city, you know, that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Even yeah. the thumbtacks in the shoe, which I never even I've never seen that before. That. No, especially those George, those uh Nikes are not cheap. No, they're not. They, they really aren't. <laughs> and if you're gonna use that for a prop, I got you know I got props to you. So, <laughs> the Lucha Brothers winning this match, I gave it a four and a half. I was excited with this and the emotion of it all. They finally, after being so long in AEW, they finally got the straps. And I'm ready for the Lucha Brothers just to take over. Oh, yeah. Tony, 
What was yeah? Your- you know what? This was definitely match of the night. I gave it a five, and I'll tell you, I was gonna pick on this match with every fiber in my bones uh, because I knew, you know, I mean, I've said this many times. I'm not a fan of the Young Bucks, but I'm a fan of their wrestling. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be picky on this. And there was a few times where I was just like, oh, it's dropping. The score's dropping. And then they just they did something. They would do something to make me get back into this matchup. And I was like, Okay, well, all right. No, no, I ain't going to take it away. And then then they would do something else, and then I would see it, and I'm like, oh, damn it. Really? All right, well, that it's going to affect the score. And then they do something else. I'm like, oh, shit, no, 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 no. It's staying right where it is. Okay, well, it went up a little notch. Okay. But I, I just think this was definitely match of the night. I gave it a five. So uh, I think this match, honestly, is worthy to put in the vault for yes, sure. Sir. That's what um, I was getting ready to ask you. Just like what you said, though, too, Clay, of uh, the emotion in this match, too. You know, just especially from the Lucha Brothers, you know, and Penta itself, himself. Um, like, you can see after the match, uh, and they raised the cage, uh, um, Phoenix was just like, you know, hey, we got to go, we got to go. But he was calling, Penta was calling his family to come towards the ring, and it was his two girls. Um, he needs to be careful. He had blood. He got blood on one of the girls, uh, and his and his wife too. His and wife. His, got his wife too. Like, yeah, his yeah, wife. I didn't was see like that, but uh, I saw yeah. the girl. I was like, oh, she got blood on her. No girl. And then there's just the emotion. That whole set. The, it deserves to be in the vault for sure for match of the year. So I'm not gonna do the squeaky squeaky door noise because my throat's <laughs> a little sore. But we will put this in. Uh, the vault for match of the year candidate for sure. Everything this match was everything and then some. So even if you know, honestly, you know, this match in itself was just worth the price for this pay per view. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You get two tag teams that know each other well, like both of them do, and you get like this chemistry going. It's it's just fun. It turns yeah. to fun, you it, know. So mm-hmm. for sure. Next, we have the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, for me, it was just an average Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, and, until Ruby Soho debut. Yeah. Came out. Was really excited about seeing her. Ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, kind of screwing up all of our picks for the pay-per-view points game. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was it was cool. It was so cool to see. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm not angry. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> excited to see what she does. So, yeah. Um, Tony, what was your thoughts of the Casino Battle Royal? The same. I mean, to me, it was a, a little bit below average, you know, Rumble, Royal Rumble. Um, <laughs> not Royal Rumble, uh, over the, whatever you want to freaking call it. Jesus Christ, trying not to <laughs> put WWE terms into it. But, um, yeah, I was disappointed when Jade got thrown over the top. I was like, oh, seriously? Um, I did thought for a second that the Iconics would maybe show up, but uh, they didn't. But Ruby showed up. She looked so happy, and I'm glad for her. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate, though. Um, WWE gets a lot of uh, um, shit for somebody debuting, and then all of a sudden they get a title shot. Shouldn't this be the same thing with Ruby Soho? You know, she just got there. She already got the title shot. So it's, my thing is, is that these fucking standings don't mean shit. 
<laughs> but that's the thing though why do this uh what is it called the casino royale casino royale mm-hmm. when you have a system in place you know to determine who's number one number two number three number four and so on but then you want to do this and whoever wins it gets a shot so right. you know I, the only thing i i knew there was going to be a surprise for this one and uh like I said, I'm happy for Ruby, so I'm I'm trying not to make this uh, bad about her because she deserves this more than anybody, in my opinion. But it just throws me off of the fact that you got a system in place for rankings and wins and losses, but then you have this, and whoever wins this goes and face the uh, women's champion. So for me, it just didn't make sense, but I'm glad that Ruby won, and I gave it a two. So a little bit below average, so... All right. And Elio? This one, yeah. This one, I gave this uh, two as well. I'm glad to see Ruby won. Uh, it was good to see that uh, Thunder Rosa made it to the end. Yeah. I, I was, like, especially when they were, like, on the apron. I, yeah. ser- I seriously thought, like, uh, that Thunder Rosa was going to win. And then after Ruby uh, kicked her and she felt her feet land on the floor, I was like, that's yeah. it. But, yeah. I'm not, but I'm not angry that uh, Ruby won. And Jesus, man, Thunder Rosa has thunder thighs, too. I didn't <laughs> realize that until tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, good Lord, woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Next match, we have Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Chris lost, he had to retire from AEW. Yep. Elio, what's your thoughts on this match? Okay, I'll- Seriously, did this uh, this uh, feud? I thought it was I, I thought it should have ended at uh, blood and guts. I mean, you had that steel cage match right there. Mm-hmm. I thought that should have been the end, but uh, this one, mm-hmm. for me, I uh, give it a two point five. I'm just like Jericho looked out of shape in this one. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I will agree with that. Tony, what was your thoughts? I think because of the simple fact this is like the fourth or fifth time that we've seen this, I really wasn't invested in it. But I did give it a fair rating. It was an average match. I gave it a two and a half. A little bit of a swerve at the end where uh, they pinned uh, uh, the, what's her name, uh, did the three count when Jericho had his foot on the rope and then the ref came in. No, got to restart it. I saw it from here. He had his foot on the rope. blah blah. So that was good storytelling in itself, but it was still average for me. I think if they didn't fight the previous four fucking times, (laughs) I would have been probably a little bit more invested in this. I'm tired of seeing these two. Yeah. It's been like three, four times. Yeah. I just hope this is the end of it. I really do. But um, yeah. I just hope this was the end. I don't want to see no more of this. I'm done. Same, yeah, same here with me. It's like you, we've already seen this, you know, three or four times already with these two guys. Uh, I think they put on an average match tonight. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you knew Jericho was going to win this. There ain't no doubt in my mind that. Yeah, but when not- he had his shoulders pinned, though, you must have been like, oh, shit. He's I, I, was, I was a little bit. Honestly, I was a little bit scared because I was like, there ain't no way in hell that they're going to have MJF beat Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. No and MJ, MJF played his hands on Aubrey Edwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I gave, I gave this match a three. Um, I was wow. 
really happy that Jericho ended up winning this and then adding the still adding the story with the pinnacle and the inner circle with Hager yeah. and Wardlow coming out and then yeah. the other guys coming out after the match. It's like, okay, be done now. Yeah. This, should, <laughs> right. this should be the end of it. No more done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, next yeah. match we got CM Punk. I never thought I'd say that versus yeah. Darby Allen. Uh, Tony, your thoughts? Uh, okay, just as well as I said that with the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers match, I was going to be picky. I was going to definitely be picky with this one. Okay, I know everybody's going to be like, "What match were you watching to give this rating?" <laughs> that was an average match. It was a two and a half match, and I'm there was a you hyping me up for CM Punk? Yeah, I'm going to be picky, okay? He does not look the same as he was back seven years ago, okay? Uh, I mean, I'm not criticizing his attire. I, th- I thought those that was pretty a good look for him. Um, I think it was more of Darby Allen is the reason yeah. why I was picky about this. There was a few mistakes, this very slow-paced match, a lot of chain wrestling, which is, you know, a little bit old school, and that's something I was expecting coming into this match. But I think, and I'll be honest, I think the commentators was the ones that were making me ma- mad at this match. I was getting angry at the commentating because it, were, it seemed like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like they were trying to, um, they were more for Darby Allen than it was for CM Punk. In a way, yes. I would you know, and, and I was just like, number one, this should be all about CM Punk, not Darby Allen. Get the fuck out of here with Dar- Darby Allen. No, I didn't like this setup to begin with. Yeah. And you have it with Darby Allen. I gave it a two and a half. But what really got me was towards the end of this match, X fucking caliber. Did you hear what he said? He said, and this is why I'm, I'm, being crucial because with the commentary, especially because Excalibur said it took two go to sleeps to put away Darby Allen. Oh, yeah, I do remember hearing that. <laughs> like, why? Why are you trying to tell me that Darby Allen is that much of a badass? Here you got CM Punk, who was the, the freaking trending for the past week when he arrived in AEW, mm-hmm. and then and then you say that. Yeah. And then you say that that fucking uh, admit, uh, I'm, I'll babble on people, <laughs> but I was like, I, I knew I had to be critical and crucial to this match because especially we're going to keep, I'm so I'm, you know, I'm going to use the fucking line, especially when you're going to throw Darby Allen in my fucking face every damn week on the fucking show, <laughs> you know, fuck out of here with that bullshit. That's why I wanted to go with you first, man, on this one. (laughs) I wanted to to hear it. I wanted to hear it. I mean, I'm curious to know what Rick thought about this match. I really. um, But I mean, the ending of it, it was still making it about Darby Allen. That's how I felt until Mm -hmm. actually left the fucking ring. And then, you know, CM Punk was all hyped up. Right. Now, here's the well, you know, what? I'm going to say this last comment to the very end because of what happened, obviously, uh, with the two two major debuts 
three majors debuts. Yes, yes. Can't forget about Ruby, for sure. <laughs> for, for me, you know, to the start of this, I was actually kind of excited. I'm not saying I'm a Darby Allen fan at all, but having Punk come back, you know, that emotion of seeing Punk come back after seven years and me being a big fan, it still gave me chills. I was excited to see him. Now, at the beginning of this, when Darby did that whole clip of him in the helicopter with the body bag of like the best yeah. in the world, I thought that was way too much. I'm like, dude, <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is not good. It wasn't to me. I was like, what was the point of it? Mm -hmm. Where were you going with that? It just didn't make any sense to me. The no. match itself was solid. Um, I will say for Punk being out seven years, I and understandably, I don't think he's going to be where he was. Yeah. You know, be off in anything that long. It's going to take a little bit to get that extra step back in. Yeah. And him winning, again, not surprising at all. You're not going to have Punk lose his first match, especially to somebody like Darby Allen. It's yeah. just that <laughs> blown the roof off i bet people would have been pissed honestly about that whole thing yeah we would have riot yeah so i gave this whole match a three and it was it was all right uh elio your thoughts so i thought i thought that this was a solid match you can feel the emotion like at the beginning it started when punk came out and the whole crowd chanting his name then Mm -hmm. uh, that that one spot where Dar he threw Darby into the post and his shoulder yes. or whatever hit and then he landed yeah. out on the outside. Yeah, yeah, that was a good spot. There was two yeah, good that spots. That was a pretty good spot. That one and when he did the first go to sleep and Darby took that bump outside the ring. That was yeah. that was a good spot. He did good on that. I ain't going to take that away. For sure. For sure. Next match we got. Elliot, what did you give it? Three. I mean, you gave it a three? three. Yeah. Okay. Next match we got Paul White versus QT Marshall. Wow. Honestly, I forgot all about this match. That's how uh, that's how I wasn't looking forward to it. I that gave it a break. Exactly, Paul White. Yes, dominating the factory as he should. He should destroy yeah. everybody in his path, and that was it. Mm -hmm. That was really it. And I gave it a one. So it wasn't Paul White's fault at all. It was all QT Marshall. I done with him. Done with the whole factory. Just sick of seeing it. Wow. Elio, your thoughts. I was setting up for this show at that point. Then I'm like, oh wait, we still have two more matches. I give him some point five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't care about Paul Wayne and QT Marshall. Like, yeah, I just, I'm done. Hey, <laughs> it just sounded like I was being nice. And then Elio comes on. It's like, like fuck it. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Tony, what was your thoughts? Same thing, man. I gave it a one. Um, but I don't know. To me, it was like you like you said it wasn't Paul White's fault. It was QT. I think this was more Paul White. <laughs> Because I'm sorry to say he looked, I don't want to say he looked out of shape. I don't want to say that, but he looked off. There was something yeah. about like he was walking old. Uh, uh, in other words, you know, he was, he, he, he was very, very slow. Um, and I know they were trying to amp this up 
you know, to make it a fast paced match, but it wasn't working. A lot of it wasn't working this match. Honestly, I, oh God, again, I gave it a one, but here's the deal. Um, how I mentioned before in the beginning of the show that, um, that the pre-show should have had at least two or three matches. This is one of them. Mm-hmm. This is one of them for this match to be second to fucking last. Exactly. Hitting me. Seriously. I'm drained the fuck out at this moment. And you wanted me to watch Paul white versus QT fucking Marsha out. <laughs> I'm tired, man. Yeah. You threw this at me. I fell asleep. <laughs> the one. Man. Damn it. A one. I would have to agree with you there. Yeah. And then the main event, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW world title. Yeah. For, for me, I thought this was a good match. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Um, this was another one that, uh, for me, it started off a little slow. Um, I don't know. The, I, I, it, might, it might be because I was fucking drained at this point. <laughs> Seriously. But you, go ahead, Clay. I, I got to gather my thoughts. <laughs> the one wing, the, the whole match itself was good. Um, like you said, it's just to this point of the main event. It was a almost a four-hour show. You know, that whole ordeal. And it kind of amped up for me a little bit. I gave this whole match a four. Uh, you know, the table spot was interesting for uh, when Kenny did. And Christian coming back like that. And it just felt like to me, Kenny was dominating this whole match. And then towards the end, here came Christian. And then here came Kenny Omega. So it was kind of up in the air for me. I gave this whole match a four. Oh, wow. after, after you know the whole match itself, um, the one winged angel from the top rope that was interesting, mm-hmm. and you know, seeing what happens from here. Uh, Elio, your thoughts. So, this, uh, yeah, this match started out slow, um, but I gave this win a three, it was a solid match. But, like, uh, we just said, uh, at this point, that was kind of like checked out, like, this, the, with this. How long this show was? Yeah, yeah. Four but that, that one winged angel off the top rope was interesting. Um, yeah. the table spots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and Tony. Like I was saying before, I mean this match was good. It just started off slow. I think honestly, this this should have been bam. They should have just fucking just took off with it right from the jump because they have to understand. You know, fans get tired. And this was a four-hour fucking show, and you know we sh- they should have just started off with a bang, um, even though they they made up for it at the end, in my opinion. But you know it wasn't a bad match. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but I gave it a three only because of the slow start. This was a heavyweight uh, championship match, you know, for the belt. Um, but it was I, I don't want to say anything bad about it. It was it was just slow beginning, so right. I gave it a three. Gave it a three. All right. And now after the match, mm-hmm. make this my own, you know, segment kind of deal. <laughs> you know, the elites in the ring, you honestly, yeah. Ken, Kenny Omega all talking about, oh, well, 
everybody who could beat me is either, you know, mm -hmm. tired, whatever, or dead. Yeah. And everybody and their brother, including me, was expecting Brian Danielson. Yeah. But out comes out, Bay Bay, yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. Not, you know what? I didn't see that coming at all. I don't think a lot of people did. I did because you would think Cole would be a WWE guy. Yeah. You really would. I mean, yeah. just going out that whole thing. And as soon as you saw Adam Cole on that Jumbotron, it's like, holy mm -hmm. shit. What? You know, wow. Just wow. I'm lo I was lost for words. And then he's, he came with the elite. Yeah. Like, and then of course here came Brian Danielson. And honestly, to me, I thought his intro music was the same as WWE. It was. It was the same. Was yeah. yeah. He he's allowed to use uh they say yeah. he's allowed WWE he's allowed. doesn't own that music. Yeah. Okay. All they right. They don't own it. So the original song, yeah, they don't own it. So I, he came out to the original because okay. in WWE shop or shop on WWE music, they do have that as part of their music. But that's their, they did that. Make sense? Wow. They did yeah. their own version of it, but it sounds exactly the same. Right. So right. I, I thought that was weird because I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Personally. I didn't yeah. know that. So he, he doesn't, uh, WWE doesn't own that song. So he can come out to it. Whatever he wants. Yeah. 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 But it kind of spoiled it. No, I don't want to say kind of spoiled it. I, if I'm going to give AEW any props, it was this. Uh, it was a, not a swerve, but what they did was um, because everybody was doing a yes chance. Mm -hmm. So you were expecting Daniel uh, Bryanson or Danielson Bryanson. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> fucking calling him. I'm tired, goddammit. <laughs> tired. It's a long show. It's like a Labor Day. Make some steaks. But um, no, I was like, <laughs> no, but um, they did do that part very, very well. Because you was expecting uh, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> yes. and, and then when Adam Cole, I said, oh, shit. Because I tell you, um, Adam Cole was the topic of uh, uh, conversation this week, um, especially, I think, since last Friday. Um, mm -hmm. he was a free agent. He didn't sign. Um, a lot of people were speculating that, uh, he was going to show up at, um, at SmackDown. Yep. And you're right too. I I'll be honest. There was two people I thought were WWE guys and it was both the, both of the, the guys that debuted tonight where I thought they were at, uh, I, for sure. Brian Daniels Danielson mm -hmm. um and for I thought Adam Cole would be too you know but you know since we're on the subject of talking about them I'm wondering what made them change their mind to go jump to AEW uh Adam Cole um I'm trying to say this in the nicest fucking way possible I think he knew that he wouldn't make it in the main roster I think he knew that um, in NXT fucking Hunter loved him. So yeah, he's going to put him on that fucking to the top. Uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan, in other words, he was, he made it on the main roster. Everybody loves him uh, over there. You know, when he came back from injury, 
Um, he, but the, at the same time, Daniel Bryan was uh, uh, more of a, like, even when he was trying to make that comeback after he was the GM for a while, you know, he expresses, you know, that he wanted to wrestle and they were protecting them. No, 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 no. Stay doing this and this and that. And, you know, he made threats of, I want to go to new Japan. Huh? Actually. Um, I think part of this deal, I'm pretty sure I'm a hundred percent sure. Um, he's going to have dates in new Japan. I can guarantee you that. Um, Adam Cole, Again, I was just so shocked. Um, but before we go to Elio and what his thoughts is, I do have to say that I heard uh, from Tony Khan, not me personally, but uh, Tony Khan had made a comment because everybody's always wondering what kind of contracts these guys are signing and blah, 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 blah. Especially uh, it started with CM Punk. Um, so a lot of them were saying, and I actually I mentioned this on the show when I think Andrade, uh, first debut, and I guess one of the uh, stipulations in his contract was that he wanted creative control. Um, obviously, that's a contract every wrestler wants is to have creative control. Tony Khan was heard saying, these guys don't have creative control. This isn't WCW. I have all the creative control. I have the final say. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you got CM Punk now, and I've heard CM Punk in interviews saying, you know, hey, whatever the boss wants me to do, I'm going to do it, right. which is a little bit shocking to hear. But then Especially you got Adam Cole, baby. Um, it looks like he wants creative control, but Tony Khan says he has control. Doesn't seem like Adam Cole does. Brian Danielson. What kind of you know what I'm saying? This is where um, I'm wondering what the what the fuck happened? What what made you decide to go to AEW because of the freedom that they have? Hey, it's all fine and good to go wherever you can find work. But at right. the same time, uh, AEW doesn't really have that great of a track record debuting people and then pushing them. This right. is the first time, actually, and I ain't gonna lie with Ruby Soho. Okay, she's getting that title shot right away. Okay, I express my concerns with that. But my questions for all you guys, and like I said, I still want to hear from Elio too, is that is AEW in trouble signing all these guys? Is it going to end up being like WCW where they had creative control and you saw what happened with that? Um, are they in trouble? I think that would be a good Facebook post, to be honest, but we can still talk about that shit now. Yeah. But are they in trouble making these signs? Because there's one more person, one more person. I think everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen. And that's Bray Wyatt. Yes. And I'm sorry to say Bray Wyatt wants full control of his character and where he, what happens to him and all this other shit. So that's why I'm throwing that question. I know I went babbling on, but <laughs> I, I've been waiting for this to happen so I can ask you guys. So, I mean, let's go. Let's actually, let's go to Elio. What are your thoughts on uh, what happened? Yeah. I actually, when Adam Cole came out, I was like, I, I was, I was standing up. Because was you that crying? Was, that was, a, was, you crying? I was like crying. Was you crying like that guy? <laughs> I was like, 
Hey, don't, that lie. Guy. don't lie. <laughs> so I'm not making. I shouldn't make fun of that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I, no, I was uh, surprised to see Adam Cole coming out and, and make his debut. But um, yeah, AEW signing all these guys. I think they should like uh, pick and choose who they sign. Mm. Okay. Because because everyone's like like you just said Bray White uh, want, would want full control of his character, and uh, yeah. Tony Khan said no one has uh, creative control. Yeah. If anybody should have creative control, it's Bray Wyatt. Right. He created feel... that character. Exactly. Yeah. He has so much creative skills yeah. that that guy can pull off anything that yeah. you throw at him or whatever. I think, honestly, with this whole thing of creative control, every wrestler needs to prove that they could have a creative character or a creative yeah. mind, you know, that sort of thing. Like, show, listen to what they have to say. Mm-hmm. And if it's a bunch of shit, then don't do it. But if it's like a Bray Wyatt or, you know, a Brian Danielson, I feel like he could prove of a creative character. Um, have them prove it. Now you asked if they had if they're in trouble. Yeah, they these signings, right? I feel like they are, mm. and I feel like they are signing a lot of former WWE stars. Yeah, uh, to a point where it's like getting to a point of WWE 2.0, and mm. that's scary to me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. to think about it, you're sign most of these guys that you are signing right now. We're former WWE guys. Yep. Now, would that be fair for say like a Jungle Boy or an Eddie Kingston or you know just throwing names out there that have yep. the talent but never got the exposure? Yeah. So in a way, yes, I think they are in trouble. Hmm. Elio, you think they're in trouble? Do you think so? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm seeing like uh, WWE 2.0 as well. Like, uh, are we going to see the same matches that we we've seen in the past in WWE? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My thing is, uh, with all these signings, too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. Yes. And I think they're in trouble, especially if they sign Bray Wyatt. And I'm not trying to be a damper on anything, but this is a company. And I don't I don't give a shit what anybody says. They're trying to compete with WWE. All these wrestling organizations are trying to compete with WWE. Okay, they want that WWE money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They do. Let's be real. Let's be real. But then here's one more thing that just popped in my head with all this. You got Punk. You got Adam Cole. You got Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. You got Andrade. Mm -hmm. Just naming out those four. Mr. Black. Alistair Black, do you really think that the Young Bucks, Omega, Jericho, <laughs> and Cody Rhodes is going to let these guys just come in, take their shine? No, I don't. I don't see that because yeah. even if they did sign those guys, you're still going to see Omega, Jericho, every- Young Bucks, and Rhodes every week. Yeah, you're going to see one of those guys every fucking week. I've been yes. saying that since AEW started. And I, you know what? And I'll make a bet right now that if I see an episode of AEW Dynamite, but I won't do Rampage because Rampage is only an hour, mm-hmm. that if I don't see Cody, Jericho, the Young Bucks, or Omega 
on a dynamite show, I will make sure that that show wins for that day or for that week of wrestling when we do our thing. But it, it won't happen. No, it won't happen. And I've been saying this for a very long time, and that's a good point you've made. You know, especially like uh, the 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 reality show with Cody. Said that he's got a big ass ego. Yes. So roads to the top. Roads to the top. Dumb name. Stupid. (laughs) Yes. It belongs in the toilet. It does belong in the toilet. (laughs) It does. It's ridiculous. But you're right. These guys' egos in itself are not going to let that happen. Somebody's going to have to take the fall. Somebody's going to not have to work. Somebody's not going to get pushed. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Look at look again. Look at Miro. Look what happened with Miro. He was playing video games. Yeah, that's play. another person that could be in some trouble. Yeah. He was Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yeah, that arcade match they had was really bad. I was naming off video games, Elio. I know. <laughs> that's how bad it was. <laughs> But I mean, but that was then. That was then. And he's TNT champion now and he's knocking it out the park. Yes, he to is. me, it's like y'all should have did this to begin with. Exactly. Sorry. I'm I don't like look look what they're doing with Aleister Black right now. Mm-hmm. And uh Andrade. I've only seen Andrade wrestle once. Exactly. No, twice. I mean, to... Was it once or twice? I, I think, think twice. Twice, yeah. That's it. Now he's going to wrestle Pac on is uh, it Rampage? Rampage. Yeah, no, Rampage. Yeah. I thought they said Dynamite. No Rampage. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but Malachi Black. Or maybe he's the one that's wrestling on Wednesday. Yeah, Malachi Black and Cody are on Wednesday. Uh, Malachi Black and Dustin are on Wednesday. Uh, Dustin, yeah. 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 So, really? What? <laughs> you know, they got... There was three major debuts this uh, pay-per-view. Yes. Where do you guys go from here? I mean, you got that initial pop that you wanted. You did. Now what? Exactly. Biggest question. Okay. Now what? Obviously, they know. I wish I was a fly on the wall to hear that conversation between Mm -hmm. each of those guys that they just signed. Ruby. Yeah. It's fine. I think she's going to do great. Yes. I think she is. There's a good chance she can take over the women's division, my opinion. Good yes, chance. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens because they love them some Britt Bakers. Yes, they do. And, As do I. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but like I said, too, the women's division isn't that great in AEW. So I think Ruby's going to be fine. Um, oh, yeah. Brian Danielson, you know what the deal is with him. And then now you got Adam Cole. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now what? Oh, CM Punk. Sorry. <laughs> now what? Right. What are you do then? Because they, they, the way I'm looking at it, they just finished that storyline with, uh, with Darby Allen as of today. Mm-hmm. That's, what I'm, that's how I'm taking it. So now what's next for CM Punk? Obviously, the storyline between... Um, uh, Brian Danielson is going to go after Kenny Omega for the title. So he's yep. going to win it his first shot. He just got to the company. He's another one. Yep. Since we were just talking about it, you know, 
people be bashing WWE. Oh, he just got there. He gets a title shot already. Didn't they say that about Edge when he first got there? Didn't they say? No, 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 they didn't. Did they or did they? Didn't they? Like that, yeah. Well, he won the Rumble. Because he, he, won the yeah, Rumble. he won the Rumble. He won the Rumble. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, you got, a, you got a ranking system in place and you're not, you know. They should just throw that out the freaking door already. <laughs> Seriously. You're not making any sense. No. If you're going to have this ranking system, at least follow up on it. But the whole time mm-hmm. the AEW has been here. Yeah. It has been shit. I think I've seen it just one time where they say, oh, the number two rank is going to go up against the number four rank. That's I, I think I've seen it once. And that mm-hmm. was with the women. And then that was it. Right. I've never seen it again. They never did it with the men. No. no. Right. That's AEW for you. Yeah. Overall, I gave AEW All Out a 3.1. Wow. Yes, I enjoyed All Out. I was really into it. Um, some of the matches were iffy. Other matches, you know, made me a lot more than going. I was going into. So I gave it a 3.1. Uh, Elio, your overall. I gave it a 2.8. All right. And Tony? I gave it a 2.65. Wow. Yeah, but you know what? I, I agree with you guys, too. I agree with you guys, too. It should be that high. Yeah. All right. Well. I think that's it, right? <laughs> that is it. I'm fucking tired, goddammit. Shit. Yeah. So. I, uh, this is fucking four hours of wrestling, goddammit. Yeah. Son of a bitch. So, four hours. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I am your host, the $50 man, Clay Cummings, along with the gentleman. Elio Canella. And Tony. Yeah, Diaz. That's it. That's all I get because I always do it the other way. I don't have a nickname. <laughs> we, we need to get you one, huh? We need to get you a nickname. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Next week. That should be a poll. That should be a poll. What should Tony Diaz's nickname? Oh God. <laughs> oh fuck. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>